Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 11 to 1 show. It's not even 9am and actress Emily Attack has already received 37 naked pictures of men that she has not asked for, as well as vile, repulsive messages that accompany the images. Before the day is out, Emily will have received hundreds of these images and messages. Taking a stand, she decided to share her online sexual harassment and abuse with the world in a documentary that aired on BBC Two last night where she wonders, did she ask for it? Emily is not the only woman receiving this kind of shocking harassment. Women with and without a public profile like Emily's have shared their views and schoolgirls as young as 12 confided to her they've received far too many images and sexually explicit material either through their social media or even through text message. The lady sitting opposite me has had her fair share of experience of unwanted sexual harassment online. I'm so grateful to her for joining me to share her experience and her views on Emily's documentary. Social media influencer, blogger, successful businesswoman Don Finnegan is in studio. How are you getting on, Don? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you and thank you so much because this is not an easy thing to talk yeah. about on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in case there's any confusion out there, you started your Dawn LA blog page and social media to share fun aspects of your life as well as to build up your brand uh, for your beauty products, not to receive vile messages and pictures of male anatomy. I mean, you know, Dawn, just in case there's people out there, you know, that might think like Emily herself weren't wondered that you were asking for it. Yeah. Um. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with, I I don't think any woman ever asks for it. And I think one thing I want to make very clear is that if I like dress up and look good, I'm doing that for me. I'm not doing that for any, any validation from anybody. I think I'm at a stage in my life now where I'm very confident in myself and I'm confident in how I look and how I present myself. I'm not looking for validation from anybody. I'm not looking for a response. I'm not looking for, definitely not looking for that sort of attention. And I think it's something that, now I've never received anything like the magnitude that Emily Tack has received, but it has happened on several occasions where I might open up my Snapchat and I have a new Snapchat there and I'm going, oh my God, what the hell? You know, or it could be like a message on Facebook or something where you just click into a message and it's like, wait, hold on, where did that come from? Like, why was I sent this? Yeah. And it's a conversation that I have had many times and that I'd, I continue to have with the girls in my group and the girls in my life. And we were only having this conversation recently the other day. One of the girls said to me, we were talking about this, like, do you ever get D-pics, we'll call them. 
and one of the girls said to me, do you know what, I think on my Snapchat I have maybe 100 people blocked on my Snapchat list because I was getting pictures like that. And it, I, I, it happens whether you're public or not on social media. It's as if it's just acceptable. And it's nearly at the stage now where it's so normalised to the point where it's completely wrong. Yeah, We shouldn't be receiving pictures like that. And again, like I've never received anything, thankfully, um, on the magnitude that Emily Attack has had. But I've still gotten pictures and messages, explicit pictures that I haven't asked for and that I don't want to see. So take me back. When did this start happening? Because at this stage you have got, you know, quite a large following, not yeah. to the level, as you say, as, as, as Emily Attack has. But, you know, you are trying to grow your following. You are trying to build up your business. You are trying to get your products in front of people. So when did this actually start happening? I would say the first one was probably maybe four years ago. Okay. Um, and it took me completely by surprise. Um, I think it was on Snapchat. Um, and I just opened up my Snapchat and clicked into the Snapchat that was sent to me privately and I went, oh my God. And my heart just dropped. It was like, did somebody actually just take time out of their day to send that to me? And it was like, I got such a fright because obviously you don't expect to ever receive anything like that on a random Tuesday afternoon. And it's kind of like your head goes to so many different places because firstly, it's like, why did you send that to me? Secondly, why do you think I would want to see that? And thirdly, what do you think my reaction is going to be to that? Mm. And that's where my head goes. It's like, what do you think I'm going to react to that? What do you think I'm going to say to that? Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, the the answer to that is, you know, oh, I wasn't thinking, which I don't accept either, right? Mm. Because number one, you had the thought to send a picture. Number two, you took out your phone you took the picture. Exactly. And number three, you pressed send. There's an awful lot of thought process that actually goes into that. So it's not just, oh, I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. or, oh, it's just banter. You have actually called out men who have sent this. You've, re- you've responded to them. I have responded to several men who have sent pictures like this. And the response a lot of the time, like it blows my mind. Um, I remember this is probably going back maybe two years ago. Um, this guy sent me um, a picture um, of, it was a, a D-pic. Yeah, we'll yeah. call it that. Um, and I literally replied and I was like, you have just given me the biggest ick. Like that is disgusting. What do you think I'm going to do with that picture? Like what do you, what do you think my reaction is going to be? And he basically tried to manipulate me to make out that it was my fault because apparently I was being boring and I couldn't take a joke. And that was the reaction for me calling out somebody for sending me an explicit picture of themselves. I called him out on it and I'm boring and I have no sense of humour. Let me just wrap my head around that there. So... How do you then move on? Because, you know, at the moment, there is no law in place. Like things are moving. Like I know there's, you know, there's there's legislation put in place now for revenge porn. You know, Mm -hmm. there is something called the the Digital Markets Act, which will be coming down the line, which will put pressure on, on big tech companies. But this may not fall into that. You know, at the moment, you're told block and delete. And I mean, yes, you can block and delete. Absolutely. But in a way, it's like, In a way, you're being asked to turn a blind eye by blocking and deleting because 
you have to then get on with your day. You have to, I suppose, absorb the fact that a man has looked at you and said, oh, you know what, I'm going to send her a picture of this. And they don't care. They don't have the respect for you. So they're basically disrespecting you by sending these unsolicited pictures. And you're supposed, as a woman, you're supposed to take it. And yeah, you can block and delete. But I mean, that image is, it's gone into your head. Mm. That feeling of... I've been disrespected by this person is still there. So you can block and delete, but it doesn't remove that feeling that you have. And that person can go on with their day and also target another young girl or another young woman. And they don't have to deal with the consequences because right now there aren't any consequences. Because at the moment as well, you can't identify them. Obviously, absolutely. you're only getting a certain picture, you're only getting a certain part. I get you, absolutely. And, you know, so often victims of sexual abuse and harassment like this, you know, start to examine their own behaviour, which is just obviously adding to the victim blaming narrative that doesn't serve anybody. Have you ever thought, oh, maybe I've used, maybe I've used my image in a way or maybe I, like Emily has said, mm-hmm. I, I've been asking for this. Honestly, no, I've never thought that about myself. Um, again, I feel like I present myself in a manner that is respectable and I've never once thought that I was the problem because honestly, I don't think that this is a women's issue. This is a man's issue. And I don't think that we, we can't live our lives constantly blaming women. It can't always be a woman's fault that she presents herself in a certain way. She dresses a certain way. She goes out walking at a certain time at night. It's not always a girl's fault. Men have to take accountability. And I know it's not all men. And just listen to that message that you read out there from a parent. And I just thought that's so admirable that they are teaching their 10 year old son right from wrong. That is incredibly admirable, admirable. And again, it's not all men, but the issue is still there. And I think a big thing is, is that men need to take accountability. And if you see your friend or a peer or somebody that you work with acting in that manner, you need to be able to call them out because this is always brushed off as lads banter. Mm. Mm. can't always be lads banter all the time because women are not just here to be an object of a man's desire. We're powerful beings. We fought in this country for so long. We fought in this world for so long. Still fighting. We're still fighting to have basic rights, to be able to vote, to be able to work, to be able to wear trousers. Things like this. I mean, and that's what the women who have come before us have had to do. And we deserve better. And this can't just be on us all the time. I mean, no girl should ever have to say, oh, was it my fault that I was treated like that? Was it my fault that he looked at me and said, I'm going to send her an explicit picture and make her feel a certain way? It's not okay. No. It's absolutely not okay. And by the way, the the not the not all men narrative is not helpful in any shape or form to anybody. And, you know, after the documentary, I was, you know, researching online and there were comments from men saying, well done to Emily and, and brave documentary and I stand with Emily. But... In reality, I don't believe that men are calling out everyday sexism and, and misogynistic behaviour. I feel men are not our, our allies. And particularly when they start to jump up and say not all men, it's just not helpful to us. It really isn't. And I just wondered, what's your views? Do you feel like men are listening? Do you feel like men are getting this message from us? I feel like this is a topic um, and I have to commend you Sinead for actually highlighting this. I feel like it's a topic that is not discussed enough and I feel like there's not as there's not enough education on it, um, especially for, for younger boys and younger lads. It's not talked about enough. I mean, respecting a woman and respecting a woman's boundaries, it's not talked about enough. And I do think that the conversation should be had more. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think men take enough... Um, I don't think that they they realise 
the impact that this kind of behaviour can have on a woman. And I think it's always like it's always brushed off as lads banter mm. and we're just expected to deal with that and it's that's that's just how it is but as I said I mean as girls we're not asking for this if we dress up and we look well we're doing that for us we're not yeah. doing that for validation from any male online yeah. we're doing it to make ourselves feel good and that should be accepted do you know we shouldn't have to go online and deal with getting explicit pictures day after day because we wanted to dress up and look good. It can't always be a girl's fault. And I mean, it's it's just crazy how this behaviour is so normalised. I mean, most of the girls in my friend group, we've had the conversation, most of the girls have actually received pictures that they did not ask for, that mm. they did not want. And it's kind of like, wow, like, you know, there's, there's just say, 10 of us in this group yeah, and all 10 of us have received pictures like this not constantly but have experienced it at some point or another in our adult life and and how does that trickle into then your personal life Don? because you know you, you know you're a young girl you mm. want to meet somebody does it make you kind of less trusting of men or how does that impact then when you kind of go to to date somebody I mean it definitely gives you trust issues I mean it probably puts a a firmer boundary in place because you're kind of thinking, well, do all males just look at me like I'm a piece of meat or that I'm just an object? So, I mean, there definitely is trust issues there. Now, I'm one of those people. I'm like, I'll meet someone when it's divine timing and when it's the right time and and that sort of thing. Um, But I think it's just, it's that, I think you kind of have in your head, like, will I ever be respected? Do you know, like, respect is a major thing. And I think when you're, as a man, when you're sending a woman these kind of unsolicited pictures you're not respecting her you're absolutely not respecting her and I think for any young women or young girls listening I think it's really important to get the message out there that know your worth and when you get a picture like that you are worth more than that you do not deserve that and I think it's really important that girls and women today know it's not your fault you're not asking for it you are worth more than that and it's okay to know your worth and it's okay to voice an opinion and say, do you know what, I'm very uncomfortable with that. I'm not happy with that. I don't like that I've received that. And I know this conversation, it's a very difficult conversation to have and it can be maybe triggering for certain people who might be listening and I just want to send love and an abundance of of light to anyone who might be triggered by this. But it is a conversation that we do need to have that you know is is happening in everyday life yeah and I mean but when you see the likes of in the documentary you know girls as young as 12 receiving these images horrific. they don't know how to react yeah. some of them as well might think that this is a flattering thing which again yeah. goes down another very dangerous path Absolutely. I mean you know and I think like you're I, I think it's fantastic that somebody who like yourself who is such a role model for young women is sharing her story in this way what needs to change, Don? What what needs to to happen to to for things to move forward for the, for us to not be having these conversations in the middle of the day on the radio? I think like a lot of these accounts, like some people can have like five or six different Snapchat accounts or social media accounts, or whatever. And I do think that like it's been talked about for the last few years that for somebody to have a social media account, they need to upload their personal ID, like their passport, um, and that has to be. Like that can be flagged if this person then is seen sending um, explicit pictures or online harassment or is bullying someone online. And I think that that is something that needs to be brought into legislation in this country. I think that that's hugely important. You cannot have a social media account without, you know, uploading your passport or personal ID. And I think that that is the only way around this.
And in terms of people in power, people in government, do you think that they need to pay more attention? They need to wake up and actually introduce legislation around this? 100% because I think it's, as a woman, it's like you're expected to brush it off. And I mean, there's only so many times that you can get a picture like that and kind of go, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, it's fine. It doesn't matter. I didn't see that. I'll put that out of my head. We shouldn't have to do that. Why should any woman have to do that? It's not okay. I mean, it's just, I, I think that they need to, time is coming for change. And I just think of the younger girls and the younger women who in this generation are coming up like they shouldn't have to experience that and I just do think that we need to open up the conversation a little bit more that if a young girl or a young woman is getting sent pictures like this even if it's just once it doesn't matter once is enough but that we are open-minded enough that we can open up this conversation that a young girl can say I don't feel comfortable with that Mm. and that's something huge like I had this conversation with my mom not too long ago that was like mom I'm after getting this picture and she was like oh my god like this is this is horrific. Like, what the hell? Like, not would, not the nice thing for a mother to Absolutely see. Absolutely not. Absolutely, and I mean, yeah. it's not. It's a hard conversation to mm. to have with your mom. But I was like, mom, this is like what it's like in this day and age. Like, people do send pictures like this, and she was horrified. Yeah. You know, she was just like, I actually can't believe that people would do that in this day and age. But this is the reality, and I think it's something that we can't keep brushing under the carpet it's something that we do have to address Absolutely and I think uh, the message that we read out there about the parent educating his child at, at, to treat everybody with respect is absolutely a step in, in the right direction I want to thank you so much Don. I'm so grateful that you've come into studio and to share your story and to, to shine a light on this I wish you every success going thank forward so I really much. hope that this stops for you I really do and I hope things change for the future but for now thank you so much of for course. joining me and I mean it's, some, it's one of those things it's, it's not a consistent thing as I mm. said it's not I've, I've never experienced on the magnitude that Emily attack has I just want to make that very clear but it is something that I have experienced and a lot of women do deal with and it is something that we do need to address Absolutely, absolutely. Um, if anyone has been affected by what we've been discussing, Rape Crisis Northeast, a fantastic organisation working in this area, they have a 24 hour helpline 1 800 21. 2122 1122 1-800-21-21-22 Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.